Hey everybody, this is your favorite coach, Coach Callie Tammy. I wanted to remind you that we have the Rip the Band-Aid Off workshop this weekend. When I say we, I mean me and my girl, Monique Gaffney. She's the spirit-led coach. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Are you ready for guidance? Are you ready for understanding? Are you ready for forgiveness and support? Well, get ready to rip the Band-Aid off the wound and heal it. That is exactly what we're going to help you do. You see, we've both been there. We are you. We both know hurt. We both know depression. We both know trauma. We both know pain. And we lived with it for our lifetimes and got really good at putting band-aids on our wounds and pretending that everything was just fine. But underneath that invisible band-aid you keep putting on, the wound still bleeds because it cannot heal while it's buried or hidden. That band-aid must be ripped off. Expose that wound and expose that wound that you've gotten so good at pushing down and hiding and begin healing it so that you can truly be free to live the life that you were called and created to. A life of purpose. A life without pain. You've got two incredible coaches that will provide a safe space for you to get vulnerable, get real, and take the steps to begin healing the wounds that not only have plagued your life, but have held you back from living a life of freedom that you crave. I am going to help you tap into your new empowered mindset, teaching you how to think differently, take back your power, and take ownership of your life and begin creating the future life that you truly deserve. Monique will give you one of the six powerful keys of her signature teaching of core wound healing. With this key, you will unlock the ability to experience your wounds from the different perspective, a perspective that will teach you how to detach from your old story and emotions and that have haunted you and write a new powerful story that you control the narrative of. After this three-hour transformational workshop, we know that you will walk away feeling lighter, freer, empowered, and stronger with a renewed sense of who you truly are and what purpose life has waiting for you. After the workshop, we would love it if you would join us for an intimate lunch with a private group coaching where you can get more two-on-one coaching and support from me and Monique to ensure that you are empowered and continued healing and transformation. Space for this VIP lunch is limited, so be sure to grab your ticket now and we will see you there. If you would like more details on your ticket, please hit the link in the show notes and we would love to see you there. It is this Saturday, October 12th at, from 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Lunch will be from 1 to 3. Thank you again and we hope to see you there. Hey everybody, welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. As always, I'm your host, Coach Kelly Tamey, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. Guys, I did a thing, like a big thing. I am officially retired from personal training. <coughs> like really, really, I, I'm so freaking excited right now. So typically, I record my podcast on Sunday afternoon because the rest of my week has been so ridiculously busy, I had to take up my Sundays to record my podcast. Well, guess what day it is? It's Monday. It's 9 a.m. and I am recording my podcast like I had my Sunday free to myself to get all the things done that I wanted to do for me. Also, this past weekend was ridiculously busy. You know, I, I've mentioned several times that I'm a part of a couple of network marketing companies. And this past weekend, one of the one of the companies I'm with is LifeVantage. And we had our we had our convention this weekend here in Long Beach. So I drove up to go see my wonderful friend Vanna. I haven't seen her since we went to Norway together on our leadership retreat. And she was on top of the mountain with me when I scattered my mom's ashes. And she was my travel partner while I was in Norway and Iceland, her and her husband Doug. And it was just super amazing. And she's just become one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. And I love her dearly. And I got to meet her daughter Cindy this weekend. And it was so amazing. <laughs> And me and Cindy both asked me, it's like, are you sure that we're not sisters and you just haven't been telling us all of this time <laughs> because we are so much alike. It is ridiculous. But uh, so I, my last day at the gym was Wednesday, October 2nd. 
I was really proud of myself because I held it together and I only teared up a couple of times, which was hard, man. Like I, I think I had had my my crybaby moments earlier in the week. Like this is real. Like you really did it. Like you changed your life. Like you made a decision and you said that you were going to be a full time life coach and a full time public speaker and a full time author and you know, like you're, you're really taking that step. And and I'm telling you, like, I, I, I don't have six months of funds in the bank to cover everything. What I'm telling you is, is that I know that this is my purpose and God's going to make a way. Every, all the synchronicities of life are going to happen at the perfect time when I need them to happen in order to make this work. Like I, even when I left Atlanta, and, I, and if you haven't heard my story before, if this is your first podcast that you're listening to, I would encourage you to go back to the beginning and listen to my story, you know, and just it just pick I, it, and I share my story or parts of my story in several of my podcasts. But I know it's it's definitely in the in the first two or three podcasts. I, I share my whole story through there. And um, but I at the age of 50, right after I came back from Norway, I got a vision. I saw a sign that said San Diego. I heard a whisper or basically a thought dropped into my head that says, get there and I'll show you further. And I was like, okay, I've gotten visions before. I know that I'm a messenger, but normally my visions are for other people. It was the first time that I had gotten a vision for me that was really clear. And I think the really clear is important to note right there, like really clear. I'd probably gotten lots of other visions that were for me and I ignored them because I wasn't ready. And I had been feeling for several months that there was a move coming. I had even told my best friend, Teresa, I feel like a move is coming. And I didn't know what it was. I knew that it would be to a beach because I said the next time that I moved, it was going to be to a beach. I was tired of being landlocked, being five, six hours from the beach. The water was calling me like I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I was going to be at a beach somewhere. California was not on my radar. Like, that's just honestly true. I was looking at, you know, somewhere down around. I didn't want to be in Miami, but I had looked at like, uh, what's it called? Coconut Beach or Cocoa Beach, somewhere down in that area. I really didn't want to go to Orlando, but I did look at Tampa and looked at those areas right around there. But when San Diego came to mind, I'd only been here one time. At the time, my best friend Teresa was living here, and so I was like, oh, that was awesome, but she moved back to Minnesota. So if I came out here, it was really going to be no net. Like, I'm no no longer just three hours away from my family, and if I'm having a bad day or a bad week, I can just, like, jump in the car and drive home and love all my grandkids and make life better. It's a plane flight, you know, $400 round trip. If I catch a good flight, I can get it for, like, 350 300 sometimes. But yeah, it's it's like round trip. It's four hundred dollars. It's not or a, or a week long drive to get there. Four days there and four days back. So that's two weeks. That's not even spending any time with them. So you know, I I said okay. Well, if God says go, I'm gonna go. And I left. Saying ninety days later, I had sold all my shit and I was on the road. You know what I mean? I spent a week with my kids and I drove across country and I landed here January fourth. And, you know, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anywhere to live. I didn't have any friends out here. And it was, it was that first 90 days was, was more than challenging. Like it all worked out. I had less than $700 in my bank account. I found out the day before I left that I had a rear main seal leak in my 1997 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Whatever would fit in my car was what I brought with me. Everything else that didn't get sold got given away to a veterans organization or to Goodwill. And that's what I did. And I just jumped out on faith. And, and this is another one of those moves. Like, you know, I, I love training. It is, it is definitely a passion of mine, but I wasn't passionate about it anymore. I was passionate about helping my clients, but I wasn't passionate about being at the gym. I was more passionate about life coaching. Like personal training taught me to be a phenomenal life coach because it taught me how to listen. It taught me how to hear what people aren't saying as much as I hear what they say. It taught me to be empathetic, but it also taught me to like get in your face and make you own your shit. You know what I mean? Because you you can't create change unless you take responsibility for where you are in your life and all the things prior to that moment in time. Like there's no other option. And so, you know, long story short, I ended up in California. I've been here. It'll be two years in January. 
and I have created this phenomenal life. And so, you know, when, when it got hard for me to get up and go to work, even though I loved my clients and I loved everybody that I work with. And I was like, okay, Tammy, you just got to pull the trigger. You know what I mean? Set a date and make that date your date. And, you know, as, as the day got coming up, I was feeling the pressure of you're really doing this in it. In most people, because they let fear run their life and the people around their life, they lean into fear. Most people lean into fear and say like, how are you going to do this? Is this going to work? And, and it was obvious because, you know, I had everybody asking me, well, look, how are you going to pay your bills? Like how many life coaching clients do you have? Like, have you thought about this? And I don't need to think about it. I, this is what I'm doing. Like, it's not, it's not anybody's business how it works out, but mine. It's not anybody's business and I, and, and I don't care about other people's opinions. And I think that's where we, we all need to get to a place at in our life is, you know, what? when you make a decision, that decision is yours. That decision is about your journey and your life. And that's it. It doesn't freaking matter what anybody else thinks. They're not living your life. They're not walking in your shoes. They're not walking your life experience. They're not, that's not your journey. It's not your, I mean, it's not their journey and it's not their dream. It's yours. They're not contributing to that, but they can damn sure take away from it. If you buy into what it is that they're saying, if you buy into their negativity. And so over the, the time of me battling my depression back in 2000, it started in 2009, 2010, and, and battling away to the freedom where I experienced no depression these days. And I'm not going to say that I don't have any frustration. I'm normal. I'm, I'm a human like everybody else. There are things that frustrate me. There are things that agitate me. Like I said, I'm human. I have those moments. But I don't let those moments control my life. I don't, I, I, there are a moment in time I flip the switch and I get on with my life. I, I find the win. I find the lesson and I keep it moving. You know, I, I, it is, it, it is what it is. I laugh a lot. So, you know, to get back to, to me retiring on Wednesday, you know, I was there all day. And, and like I said, the days coming up to that, I had moments and my clients would come up to me and they would hug me and they would say something and I would cry. And it was like, there's no crying in the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the last day was phenomenal. My morning class, they were, they were amazing. So we had Duncan, we had Mel, we had Nushin, we had Carla. Uh, we had Troy. Troy brought some braided lemon bread, which was phenomenal. Mel brought champagne and orange juice. Duncan brought two bottles of wine. Carla brought a bottle of wine. Nushin brought me a card and a gift card. It, it was just absolutely phenomenal. I'd had my going away party the Friday night before. And, you know, I had so many people show up and I had flowers and more gift cards and cookies. And you know what I mean? Like everybody telling me that, that it was great to be a part of my journey and that, you know, I left them better than how I found them and, and all of these wonderful things. And it let me know that I was making the right decision, man. They were being the wind beneath my wings. And it, it was just, it was awesome. We had mimosas on the turf after we did a workout. It was great. So as soon as I got done with class Wednesday night, you know, I, I went back and I clocked out and, you know, did all my little final things that I needed to do as a, a as a trainer and as an employee and, you know, Baz at 24 Hour Fitness at Rancho Penasquito, he's taking over my class. He's phenomenal. He's super awesome. You know, he kept giving me this big hug, like, thank you so much. Like, you're awesome. Like, I promise I'm going to take care of your class. And I'm going to take care of your clients and you're great. And, you know, I appreciate you so much. And as I was leaving, they were giving me a standing ovation. And like that brought me to tears. That was hard. But it was, you know, it was, it was just that confirmation that I did the right thing. Like, it felt good to be doing that. And, and my GM, like he was, he made me cry. Like he's the new GM there. His name's Simon. And he said, you know, I, I know we haven't worked together long, but I appreciate everything that you've done. Like our, our TC 24, our boot camp class, me and Kylie, we took it to number one in the district. I had no idea that we were smashing it like that, man. Like that made me so proud. And, and, and Simon and, and Kyler both were like, dude, like we haven't worked with you long, but like, if you ever want to come back, I, I don't care if it's two days a week, like it's a yes. You know what I mean? We appreciate you. And Simon's like, you know, I, I really appreciate you. You can have anything from the store it is that you want. And like, it brought me to tears. He was like, you've been amazing. And like, I just want to show you how much I appreciate it. I'm getting choked up about that now. Like I've never had anybody, all the jobs that I've had in the 52 years of my life, I've never had a place 
that I left where they were like, we appreciate you and you've been phenomenal to work with and we want to give you a gift. Like, who does that? Like that was that was just so amazing to me and it made me feel so good and, and to tell me that I'm welcome back anytime with open arms. Like it, it, it just let me know that I was doing the right thing and it, it, it was just awesome. So as soon as I left Wednesday night, I drove up to Long Beach, two hour drive, 90 minute drive because there was no traffic. Drove up to Long Beach and I got to see Vanna and it was great and uh, we all shared a room and we went to this Life Vantage conference. And so I've been going 900 miles an hour, like since Wednesday, like I have not slowed down at all. So like Thursday we were, we went to the store, you know, cause like I, and I don't know how many of you do network marketing. So when people have their conventions, you know, they have the store, so you don't have to have anything shipped to your house. You just go and you can buy whatever you want. So we went to the store and then I had my, my soul transformation class. And I, I'm changing the name of my soul transformation class because it, it, there was just an epiphany that I was doing it. I mean, there's just so much happening and, and like this, all, everything today is going to be really random. So you guys are just going to be a part of my life today. There will be some lessons in here that I'm going to stop and I'm going to make a point of, but I, it is, I, I just got to get all of this out. I feel so excited for life today because I'm living life on my terms. And I think if you take anything away from what I say today, live life on your terms. Don't let anybody else tell you what you should be doing. You tell you what you want to do. I think that's the biggest thing that I want you to take away from everything it is that I, that I talk about today. Because it, 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 there's just so many amazing things that's happened over the last five or six days. And I'm just like blown away. So I, I want you guys you know, this is probably going to feel really weird to you. And it's going to be like, what is she talking about? Why is she all over the place? So you guys are just this, this is the, 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 a day in the life of Tammy is what it's going to be like today. So, and, but I promise you, I'm all the way through this, you are going to hear some really great nuggets for your life. And I'm going to give you some life lessons in here, but I've got to go through the story in order to give you the life lesson. So I just like be, I hang in there with me for just a minute. So what I want to do is like before I just run off on this tangent I'm going to stop and let you guys listen to my awesome sponsors for this week and then we're going to be right back and we're going to we're, we're going to package this all up together because this is episode number 60 I believe 59 or 60 and we're, we're just going to we're going to package all this up and it's like this is it's a new life man it's a new day and it's going to be great so welcome back to the show and you know like I said, this is going to be kind of like a day in the life of Tammy because there's so much that's happened over the last five or six days. And on my way up to Long Beach, I was listening to podcasts. I, I don't listen to the radio a whole lot. Podcast is my thing. I'm, I'm a forever learner. And I talked about this a hundred times. Like you're in control of what it is that you listen to. You're in control of what influences you by on purpose or by default. So I'm going to say that again, you are 100% in control of what influences you either on purpose or by default, by default, what you listen to on the radio, what you watch on TV, what commercials that you're absorbing information to in those would be by choice and by default. You know what I mean? If you go to bed and you're listening to the TV and you go to sleep with the TV on everything that plays on that TV while you're asleep is going directly into your subconscious. It is a well-proven fact. You can go listen to Joe Dispenza. Uh, actually, go listen to his audio book, Becoming Supernatural. And he talks about the late night commercials because when you're after like 9 p.m., there's more melatonin that's produced in your body when it, when it gets dark outside. Okay, so whatever time that is in your time zone, there's more melatonin in your body. So your subconscious is more suggestible. And it takes everything in. And we've talked, I talk about this all the time. Your subconscious does not know the difference between a truth and a lie. It knows, it knows what you tell it and everything that you tell it is the truth. Okay. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about the late night TV shows where, uh, the commercials where they, he, they, he's specifically referencing a shingles commercial. He was like all the years that he was practicing, uh, his, in his chiropractic, he had a brick and mortar chiropractic business for like 17 years. Okay. So he, all the years that he had that he had never in his life seen a shingles 
per, a person coming with shingles as bad as what they per, portraying it on TV. Now this was over in the in the UK. It wasn't even here in the United States, but in the United States they do the same thing. And so they show you this this horrific picture of shingles and down in the bottom in really tiny print it says this is portrayed by actors so it's not real but it's so small unless you have a magnifying glass and you're getting up to the tv and you're looking at it you don't know that these are actors portraying it and you know, so they make it look worse than what it is maybe you do know that it's actors but you know you're so lucid because there's so much melatonin in your in your body at this point in time that you're not connecting the dots so if you've known somebody that had shingles and they told you that it was painful and they told you this and they told you that, they're, they're just, they're showing you how awful it can look, how painful it can be, how terrible their life is with shingles. And it, they don't even tell you the name of the drug, but they tell you that it could make this better. And so in your mind, you've already thought about the shingles you've met somebody with it so your subconscious goes to work and then your body goes to making adjustments in your body to get prepared for the shingles because that's what it's telling you like you're 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 going to get it because you've had chicken pox it's in your body and you you're going to end up with this so you need this drug and so your body starts producing the things that it needs to have shingles whether you actually have it or not and so you know, you're, you're allowing your subconscious to be affected by default and you have no idea what's being put in there at night. Marketers, and, and, and they know exactly what they're doing in the middle of the night and the drug company is phenomenal at doing what it is that they do. Like, do you listen to the side effects on some of these drug ads? Like the side effects are worse than the actual thing that is supposed to help feel better. You know what I mean? And, and even in those ads, he talks about, it says, if you already have the shingles, this will not help you. But if you've got the shingles and you hear that this is going to make you feel better, you dismiss the part that it's not meant for people that already have the shingles virus. It's not going to help you, but you're going to go call your doctor and check and say, well, maybe it won't get as bad as that person's. So like, I want you to think about what it is that's influencing you either by default or on purpose, okay? Your friends influence you on purpose because you're hanging out with them, but by default because you don't think about it because they're your friends. You have a subconscious belief that if, you're, if they are your friends, they're not going to do anything to harm you. How well do you know your friends? I'm gonna give you a for instance. For instance, back in the day, when I, if you hung out with me and you partied with me at the bar, you were my friend and you wouldn't do anything to hurt you. And two people that I called my friends, they convinced me, and, and convinced is a really strong word, but I trusted them and believed something that they told me, which took me down a road that got me arrested and I could have spent 20 years in prison. Like I made that decision. I said, yes, they didn't twist my arm. They didn't hold a gun to my head. I made the decision. I said, yes, that was my fault. But I did do my due diligence on one of them. And I did some back checking, not knowing that there were other people involved and there was no way that it was going to work out. Okay, I'm just going to say that. If you want to know more, you can read my book, Dear Victim, It's Time for Us to Break Up Now. It's all in there. So uh, anyway, I, I, I did those things. I trusted those people. They influenced me by, on purpose, by default. Okay, I allowed that. I called them my friend. I trusted them by default because they were my friend. I believed that they would not do anything to hurt me or get me in trouble or, you know, anything wrong because they were my so-called friend. And if you could see me right now, I'm doing the air quotes. My friend, that was the dumbest idea I ever had. Well, since I've come out of my darkness, I'm very particular about who I spend my time with. I'm very particular about who gets my attention. And who get number one time is something that you can't get back. I mean, you want to know more about time and the seconds ticking off the clock? Go back a couple. Uh, I think it was last week I did what time is it? Either, either last week or the week before I did what time is it? Where I talk about like one million seconds, one million with an M, one million seconds is the equivalent of 12 days. One billion with a B, one billion seconds is the equivalent of 31.7 years. One trillion seconds is the equivalent of 31,728 days, I believe is what it was. Don't quote me on that, but it's 31,700 and something. 
you know, the last time that they, like, if you go back one trillion seconds, there was no written record of anything. Like just to put time in perspective, it's something that we can't get back. Okay. So who influences you and where you go from this moment right here that you're listening to this forward matters. Whether, you know, they have an idea or you have an idea. Are you, are the people that surrounding you, are they the wind beneath your wings? Are they supporting your dreams or are they trying to talk you out of them? Are they the dream stealers in your life because they're not doing anything to chase their dreams? Maybe they forgot how to dream. Like all of that is relevant. Okay. So you got to know who's influencing you on purpose by default or by default, by default. Like the list that, like the music that you listen to, maybe you're driving in the car, you're listening to the radio and you kind of zone out for a minute because you know where you're going and it all happens. That's a form of meditation, whether you know it or not. And so whatever's playing on the radio, even if you don't like the song, you turn out, you zone out to the song because you've got some other kind of stuff on your mind, but whatever's being said on that song is influencing you. So if you listen to, to gangster rap, they're talking about all kinds of bitches and hoes and this and that and the other. Like, is that the way that you want to be referred to? Is that the type of people that you want to attract in your life? Do you think that's the way that women should be treated? Like, think about that. So if you're entertaining that kind of music, and, and I'm not just saying men treating women like that. I'm talking about women treating women like that. If we're here to empower and grow and, and help us be a better human race, why would you allow that type of music to be influencing your thoughts and your emotions and how you react or respond to other people in your life, male or female, how you react or respond to things going on in your relationship? So I, like, I just want you to think, and I don't have anything against rap music. Like I listened to it for a really long time. It was, you know, Eminem and uh, Lil Wayne were a part of my healing because they had a lot of angry things, a lot of angry rap music that was going on in the beginning stages of my healing process that when I would play those songs, I knew every word, but it helped me get, get out of the depression and get angry. And listen to what I said. Okay, so depression is sadness and hurt and turmoil. If you look at the emotional scale and you read Esther and Abraham Hicks books, her book, Ask and It's Given, there's processes in there and she talks about an emotional scale. So emotions have a vibration. Emotions make you feel. Emotions cause a visceral or a physical reaction in your body. So the lower the emotion, depression, hurt, sadness, grief, all of those are on the lower end of the vibrational scale. So anger, frustration, hatred are higher than depression. So listening to that angry rap got me out of the sadness, hurt, turmoil, and depression and got me to angry. And anger felt better than sadness. And so I was okay with being angry. Like I would sit there and cry out the sadness in my anger. And that made me feel better. And I would I, I would be in an elevated emotion for a little while. And I was on a roller coaster. So if you're in that space right now, I get it. You know what I mean? So, but you've got to figure out where it is that you want to go. So when you get from depression, sadness, hurt, turmoil, grief, whatever, anger feels better. Okay, so get from depression to angry. Get angry when you feel sad. Once you get to anger, you can get to frustration. Frustration is higher than anger. Okay, so frustrated feels way better than being angry because you can move out of frustration into like, I really just don't care into into not thinking about something. You 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 can get to that nothingness or that peace is really too too far of a jump from frustration. But you you can get to where like it doesn't matter. I, I think that's the best way I can put it. Like frustration be like, I'm just I, I, I don't care anymore. And I'm just done. I don't. I don't want to think about it. And you can move to the next elevated emotion and just move up the emotional scale from there. So that's what I mean by like what's influencing you. How do you feel and what, who are you allowing to influence your emotions, which is causing a physical response in your body? And 
I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> so I, the, the whole influencing stuff, you know, you, you got to know who's influencing you or what's influencing you, whether it's music, whether it's TV, whether it's a person, whether it's your boss, whether it's coworkers, whatever, like you have got to be so solid in who you want to be and who you are that nobody else can shake your foundation. So this is a part of what I teach in my soul transformation course. And this is what I was talking about before the break. So we're bringing it back around. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to call my course soul transformation because that's really what it is. And I was listening to Rachel Hollis. As I said, I don't listen to a whole lot of the radio. I listen to podcasts and I have several, I listen to Jay Shetty, Rachel Hollis. I listen to Dr. Phil. I listen to Gary Vee. Um, those are my, my go-tos typically. Who else do I listen to? I think that's it. That, that, those are the top. And so I was listening to Rachel Hollis and she was interviewing Marie Forleo. And I had never heard of Marie. And like evidently she's been like killing the personal development game for like 20 years. And the first thing I that like caught my attention, because like I said, I'm driving, it's nighttime. It's been like an emotionally driven day it's the last day I'm a personal trainer I'm officially retired and so like I'm I, I've got a lot of thoughts running through my head and I'm I, I, I'm I can turn on Rachel Hollis and I can listen to that and not listen and know that whatever she's saying is going to be good for my subconscious and I'm great and so that's why I, I'm very like I said I'm very particular about what influences me either on purpose by default or by default or on purpose on purpose and so I was listening to her and Marie Forleo said, I love money. Like I, I love, love, love money. And not for the reasons that you think I love money. And so that like perked my ears up and I was listening to her stuff. You know, Rachel Hollis has got this last 90 days challenge going on. And I don't remember what exactly it was that Marie and Rachel had said. And, you know, that's a really great podcast. So if you want to go listen to her podcast and, you know, go listen to Rachel Hollis and the Marie Forleo, I think it's a couple of weeks ago is when that one actually posted, but it was phenomenal. And I'm going to go back and listen to it when I'm not driving so that I can take notes because it was great. And in the midst of listening to that podcast, I decided instead of calling my course the soul transformation is going to be a 90 day soul challenge because transformation is a huge word transformation is a trigger word for a lot of people it's like oh and like transformation and change are equivalent all right so people get freaked out by the word change i love change i love the challenge of change challenge and change are the same word so if you take the LLE out and you smush the rest of the weather, if you take the LLE out of challenge and you smush the rest of the letters together, it says change. You cannot create change without challenge. And if you're going through a challenge, there's no way that you cannot change unless you unless you quit. Like it's it's it the it's the same word. Okay, so being a life coach, being a personal trainer, I've had to figure out what trigger words, what trigger words are huge to people and how to word things in a different way to make to soften that. So people or my tribe come to me and they're like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Like, I know that I need you. I know that I need help in this area. They never use the word change. They never use the word challenge. They tend to use the word stuck. They tend to use the word like, I don't know why I feel drawn to you, but I know that I need you to help me get from where I am right now to somewhere else because where I'm at doesn't feel good. And so they, they skate around all of those words, which is fine. Like how, however you need to describe it, I got you, you know, I, I'm, I'm instead of soul transformation, it's going to be, it's a 90 day soul challenge, man. Like I, what I, people love a 90 day challenge. And so if, if you've been on the fit on the fence about joining my, my course or taking my course, you know, think about it this way. This is, this is going, this is a 90 day challenge that is going to help you unscrew all the habits that have been causing you to be stuck. And we're going to formulate new habits and we're going to help you 
take your power back. We're going to help you get unstuck. We're going to help you see the real you, embrace the real you, realize that you are enough, realize that you are lovable and you're beautiful and you're powerful and you're unstoppable because you choose to be. And we're, we're a or a tribe of people that are going to be the wind beneath your wings and help you do that. So I have a new challenge group that is going to be starting October 24th, and it's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So that's 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Pacific. It's 90 minutes of awesomeness, 90 days of getting you transformed, getting getting you to the new you, okay? 90 days, we meet one time a week, so that's a total of 12 weeks. I like 90 days better because you're going to be doing something every day. Like when we have class, you're gonna be practicing those exercises. Like these exercises are, are, Things that you have to practice daily in order to make them a habit. You know, when you do something for 21 days, it creates a habit. You do it for, I think it's 60 days, then it starts becoming a part of who you are. And at 90 days, you don't have to think about it anymore. It's on autopilot. And so that's what I want to create as we go through this challenge. And I know that it's working because, you know, we, in this, in this first beta group or the first group of the challenge, like I've got instant results each week. Like it's been, it's been phenomenal. So this past week I had somebody in the group and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say her name. I know she listens to my podcast. And so I'm just going to share a little bit of her story. And if she wants to, um, she wants to come out and, and, and share her story, then I'll, I'll let her do that on her own. But, uh, this past week we talked about setting your intention and uh, we talk about how we set goals all the time. And, and like this particular module is called goal setting intentions. And so this particular module is actually two weeks because it's a lot of information and I don't want to overwhelm you. And so we're talking about intentions and how to set your intention. And by setting your intention, you really get to kind of play with the universe. Setting your intention means being in the moment. How do you want to feel no matter what the outcome of that day is? So as an example of what the intention was, like when I was climbing Cucamonga Peak, I went three times up that mountain to get my book cover photo. If I had not set my intention prior to going up that mountain the first time, I wouldn't have went. Because when I got up to Rancho Cucamonga, which is where I was spending a night, it's 90 minutes from where I am, where I live. When I got up there, like I checked the, checked the forecast and there was going to be snow and it was impassable. I could have given up and said, okay, well, instead of staying three nights, I'm only going to stay one night and I'm just going to go home. I'm not even going to hike. Number one, I hate snow. I'm from the South. That's a given. But it was more of a recon mission. Like, okay, starting at Ice House Canyon, that's higher elevation than I have ever been on in my life. It's 4,200 feet starting at, at Ice House Canyon. Cucamonga Peak at the, at, at the when you peak, is 8,859 feet elevation. So this whole hike was going to be a challenge for me from beginning to end. I did, you know, on the, on the maps, it said it was 11, between 11 and a half and 12 miles round trip. Well, doing Spartan races, I've learned that that's a lie. <laughs> they tell you that this is going to be 13 to 15 miles and I've done it where it's been 17 miles. It's, that's a, that's a beast. And so I, when they said 11 and a half to 12 miles, I assumed it was going to be 15 or more because they're, I, they're doing like a straight line. Okay, from point A to point B, a straight line there and back is 11 and a half, 12 miles. But when you count the switchbacks and you're going back and forth, it's, it's, it adds another five miles or more to it easily. The first time I went up the mountain, I got up to the saddle. So the saddle is five miles and the saddle is where five is what I like to call the meeting place. And there's five other trails that branch off from there. You got Cucamonga Peak, Ontario Peak, you got Timber Trail, Telescope uh, telescope peak and another one that starts with a T. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. And so I got to the saddle and 
you know, there was still lots of snow going through there and there were places where I couldn't see the trail and I met up with other people and they were super, like I met some really amazing people on the trail. I was not afraid to talk to anybody and uh, it was like really cool. And, you know, those people are following me on Instagram. I'm following them on Instagram. They bought my book and it's just, it's just this wonderful community of hikers. So to all my hikers, how you doing? Hey. And it, it was wonderful, you know. But it was a recon mission. Like, I wanted to see how hard it was going to be. Number one, I realized I made a rookie mistake. I did not have enough food to make that hike. I did have enough water. The vitamins I had was the only thing that saved me on that hike. And so I realized, okay, I'm going to have to come back in a month. Me, me being in the South, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. It's April. There's no more snow in April. That's a lie. I'm not realizing that at that elevation, you've got a chance for there always being snow. Except, you know, a couple of months in the summer where there's probably not because it's too warm to sustain. I don't know. I could be wrong. Just saying. Never hiked that. I, I, I've never hiked like that before. And I went by myself, which freaked everybody out. And then I went again on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Because the uh, some of the other hikers had said they had talked to the rangers. And the rangers said, yeah, by, by the first week in May, we should be good. You should be able to get to the peak. Well, I go... May 4th, again, I'm hiking by myself. I got started later than what I should have. My fault, but I needed a bigger breakfast and I knew that. So to me, it was worth it starting a little bit late because I needed to eat. So I ate breakfast and then I went. I got up to 8,200 foot elevation. There was, I was knee deep in snow. I couldn't see the trail. I didn't know where I was at. I was by myself and I had passed some of the other hikers there. And this whole story is in, in one of my other other podcasts, but one of the other hikers, his name was Adam. He gave me his micro spikes. Like he said, I got like six pair at home. Here you go, put them on. I want to, I want to help, help the cause. And so it was like really cool. But he said to me, he's like, if you don't have a headlamp, you need to be like at four o'clock. If you have not peaked, you need to turn around and head back out because you've got to get out before dark. And I'm like, okay, fine. At four o'clock, like the hike had really gotten treacherous for me because like I said, it's knee deep. I'm high stepping into the snow. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where the trail is. I don't know where I'm going and I'm by myself. And so I turn around, I come back, I start sliding down the snow and I have to use my, my, my poles, my hiking poles to dig in the snow to keep me from sliding off the side of the mountain. So I made the right decision to, to leave then. So uh, I had taken a picture off the, uh, off on the side somewhere thinking that that might be okay for my book cover photo and it wasn't and I about had a meltdown. Uh, I got back to the hotel, I did a Facebook live and I was just like very upset that I didn't get my photo because you know, but I, I, I had all of these beautiful pictures. So this is what I'm saying. Like in the first one, I set my intention, you know what, this is just a recon. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the hike. I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to, I'm going to learn all that I can learn on this trip. And I'm not going to be upset that I don't hit the peak because I already know that it's impassable. The second trip up on May 4th, I saw that it was passable and there were several people that says, yes, you can make it, you can make it, you can make it. I had already set the intention. This is recon. And my, my objective is to peak today. Like that was my goal. I wanted to enjoy all of the beauty of the mountain. I wanted to be in nature. I wanted to, to take in everything that God had created and allow that to make me a better me. I wanted to infuse all of that nature into my soul. And so that's what I did. And But when I got back, I, I forgot about my intention and realized that my intention was made. I, I, I got my intention. I just didn't attain the goal. And then I, while I was in the shower, like trying to calm down and, and meditating in the shower, I have this thought drop into my head. Your story's got to come full circle. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? My story has already come full circle. Like I scattered my mom's ashes. Everything's good. Like I, I'm free. And so I had to quiet my mind again because I knew that wasn't the only thing that was coming. And so the thought came again, your story's got to come full circle. May 24th and I was like May 24th that's my mom's birthday like so I get I, I get out and like I, I just start crying because I realized me doing the hike on May 24th the peak would be passable every all the snow and everything would be melted everything would be good I would be able to do this hike and it's my mom's birthday there's no way that I'm not going to peak and everything is going to be perfect 
And that's what happened. I took it. I had time to get a photographer. Photographer went with me. Even though we had troubles on the trail, she left the batteries for the camera at the hotel room. I took my book cover photo with my phone. It took us, it was 17 and a half miles. It was 13 hours round trip to the peak and back. She pushed herself like she was, she, she was not prepared for the hike. She was carrying a 20 pound pack. I ended up taking it from her halfway through the hike so that she could, so that she could finish. But like we did it, man. And so like the, the, the intention, the goal was to get the, the photo. And, and that was great. The intention was to enjoy the beauty, enjoy this time together, learn about each other, me to help her through whatever she was going through. Like we had kind of had a talk about that. And I was putting her through like an immersion hike, which is something else that I do where we go for a weekend and you get three days of me in your face and we go through that immersion and you get your, your soul challenge it condensed into three days and it's beautiful and it worked, you know? So my intention was to help her with her soul challenge in three days. And the goal was to get the get the photo and all of it came to pass. So, you know, back to the the client or the the, the girl, the woman that is in my, my soul challenge group this time, we were talking about intentions and we, we said all that. And so after we after the class the next day, I woke up because she's on Central Time or East Coast. I know she's at least on Central Time. She might be on East Coast. But she sent me a message and she was like, I set my intention to have all green lights going to work today and OMG, it worked. I get green lights really regularly and I always get front row parking. I don't know that, I, I think I've talked about this in previous podcasts too, but I always get front row parking. That's my intention. I always get front, front row parking everywhere I go. When my daughter and my granddaughter came out here, we got front row parking at uh, the safari park. And we had been, like, we drove around and it said like this part was full. And I was like, you know what? I get the feeling that we're supposed to go this way. And so I went anyway, even though it said it was full. There were two cars in front of me. We turned down this, we turned down this row. There were two cars in front of me. They had stopped because there were two other cars coming out. And there's a, a pickup truck with two, two women in it. They pass the two cars in front of me. And she gets to me and she rolls down her window. She was like, hey, there's a front row parking all the way up at the front. Just keep, just pass all of these people. And it's right there in the front. You go get that one. This woman doesn't know me. I don't know who she is. She passed two cars to stop and tell me there's a parking spot right up in the front. Don't tell me that the universe does not have my back. My daughter was amazed at how that happened. You guys can do this too. I'm not special. I just learned that the universe has got my back and I use those tools to my advantage and you can do the same thing. So my, my, my girl in my challenge group, she did that. And then she proceeds to tell me about what had happened the night before. She previously has been a people pleaser. She does all of these things because she wants people to appreciate her. She wants people to like her. She wants people to love her and, and the things it is that she does. She stood up for herself for the first time and she said, I'm done being Cinderella. I'm done being underappreciated. And if it doesn't, if I don't want to do it anymore, I'm not going to do it. And that's it. And she said it felt so good to take her power back and stand up for herself. Like, I'm, I, like I was almost in tears. I was so excited for her. Like her whole life changed in that moment from that one class. And I, I'm just over the moon excited for her. And so that's the kind of things that we do, man. Like I give you tangible things to do throughout the week and to practice it and, and to know that the universe has got your back. The, the small, tiny steps for you to take your power back. And these are all the steps that I took coming out of my darkness into me becoming this awesome person, this awesome version of myself that I am right now. And so I have a roadmap and, you know, it's easier. Like I scared the hell out of myself knowing that I took myself into the darkest place I've ever been and had to stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills. I knew that I had to teach me how to be a better me and that scared the hell out of me because I knew what what I had already taught myself pretty well sucked and led me to a very dark place. So me teaching me how to be a better me, I was like, how am I going to do this? But I figured it out. And so I've taken all of my knowledge and all of the wisdom and all the lessons that I've learned over the last 10 years and I've, I've sunk it into this 90 day course. And so it's amazing. And so that's what I wanted to tell you guys. Like it's, I, I, I believe 
in everything it is that I teach. In my my heart of hearts, I know that I made the right decision in retiring from personal training and stepping fully into my purpose work of helping hurt people heal, helping women and men alike take their power back. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of men too. And I, and I had this epiphany that came to me as a random thought. Like if we heal all the women and the men are still broken, what are we left with? Like what, like the women are going to be so strong. They're going to be like, screw you. I'm not in this relationship and the world will cease to exist. Or the men are going to re-break the women and we're going to have to repeat this cycle. Why not help the men heal too and everybody be better for it? You know, so that was... That was my epiphany. And so that's that's my goal is to, to help the world heal, not just women. You know, I've always thought that women are my primary target market and they are. But I know that there's a lot of men that reach out to me and say, Tammy, you changed my life. Tammy, you helped me. I heard your podcast or I read your book and this is what it did for me. So I know that that is my purpose is to help the world heal, not just women, um, even though women are the ones that I, I talk to the most. And so, fellas, if you need somebody to help you heal, because it's a taboo for a man to say, oh, I'm broken and I need healing. You know, you've been taught from a very young age, man up, suck it up. Don't talk about your emotions. Don't talk about your feelings. That makes you weak. No, it doesn't. Do you know how much better your relationship will be with your wife, your girlfriend, your family, your children, when you learn how to express how you feel and talk about your emotions in a way that empowers you and not breaks you? Like, it's good to cry. Crying is healing. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't I don't want and I'm telling you, I know this from experience because the last two relationships slash situation what okay, so my, my last relationship slash situationship, he was somebody that didn't want to talk about his emotions. He ran from hard conversations. He would retreat back into his shell. My my ex-fiance D he's the same way when he's hurting he's like a turtle I call it the turtle syndrome the you know turtles to protect themselves they retreat into their shell and they close everything up so that their predators can't get them all right so that's what D does when he's hurt or he's feeling some type of way he because he's been the people pleaser in his family he's always been the 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 hero in his family he takes care of everybody else and that's his job and his got really big shoulders so he feels like that's that's his 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 life's purpose is to take care of everybody else and he forgets to take care of himself and so he has what I call the turtle syndrome well the turtle syndrome is not good fellas and I know that I have a lot of men that listen to this too. And ladies, you know, maybe your husband or your significant other or you, you're raising sons on your own. You're a single mom. Like teach your sons, teach your brothers, teach your husbands, teach your significant others. Let them know that it's okay and that you're not going to judge them, that you're not going to belittle them, that to share their emotions empowers them it, it makes you feel good that they trust you and, and let me say this you've got to give them the space and you've got to give them you've got to make them feel secure you've got to let them you've got to empower them and know that they're in a safe space to share their emotions and you're not going to use it against them that you're not going to make them feel weak or belittle them or make them feel less of a man because they were able to share their emotions because they had a moment of vulnerability and said, hey, you know what? This is how I feel. You should love on them and appreciate them and say thank you. And you should work on it together. You know what I mean? Like how much better would your relationship be if you guys could share how you feel without anger and animosity and say, hey, this is how I feel. This is how I felt about that conversation. This is how I felt about that situation. What can we do together to make sure that doesn't happen anymore? Isn't that a better way to approach a problem? Instead of saying, you did this, you did that. This is what you made me. This is what you said to me. This is how you made me feel. You, 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 you. You're not taking any responsibility in that conversation or in that situation because it takes two. So I just want to throw that out there. And, and so that's, that's what the, the, the challenge is. Is to, is to change our souls and to make us better. To take our power back. All of those things. And, and so, you know, as I was listening to that, and we're going to go back to the last day of my, as a, as a personal trainer, my retirement day, you know, I'm driving up and I had that. And I, and then the next day I had my course and 
you know, I talked to my, to the women that were in my, in my chat, in my challenge group. And they was like, yes, we love 90 day soul, soul challenge. That feels good. That feels great. And so that's, that's what it is now. It's a 90 day soul challenge. And so, like I said, the next one is going to be October 24th. That's going to be when it's going to kick off. Uh, I will put all the information in a link on my, in my show notes so that you guys can click on that. And, uh, so it'll be great, but it was amazing for me to see that, you know, being at the Life Vantage conference and, and hearing all of the leaders come up and it was so funny and Vanna can validate this. If you ever meet Vanna, she lives in Durango, Colorado. She's amazing and I love her. And so as different leaders were coming up and they were doing their speaking, they were they would say things that I've been saying on my podcast. They would say things that I say to my clients, uh, whether personal training or life coaching, and she'd elbow me and or I would elbow her and I was like, How many times have you heard me say that? How many times have you heard me say that? And it's just a different arena and it just kind of validates what it is that I do and how it is that I feel and where it is that I at because like these are people that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars even millions of dollars a year and we speak the same language. So it lets me know that I'm on the right path. It lets me know that what I'm doing is the right thing. It lets me know that my purpose work is correct, that I, I, I didn't imagine this or I did imagine this and, and it's real and it's a dream and, you know, use your imagination, be creative. And if, when it, when it feels good, jump, man. And, and so, you know, they, they launched a new product, which is absolutely freaking phenomenal and like has changed my life in four days. And I, and I say changed my life because I, uh, when I was training for Spartan, when I was training for Spartan races, I was my own worst client. I was doing bad form. I was engaging my traps in every movement it was that I did. So my trap stayed engaged a hundred percent of the time for like two years. So I had little to no range of motion to the left and I had to go to physical therapy to retrain the muscles in my back to fire in the proper order. And so I've been doing that. I haven't been able to work out in almost two years. I haven't really, I've had a couple of workouts, lower body workouts since I've been in California, but I, I haven't done any working out because it's painful. It hurts to turn, it has been hurting to turn my head to the left it hurt to sleep i wasn't getting solid sleep and the the new product that they added which is a a a synergizer and it works with two other products that they have nrf1 which helps build your mitochondria and nrf2 which helps reduce your oxidative stress and also helps regenerate your mitochondria and your body which you need for energy and for your muscles to grow and then they added a another synergizer nad which you can create nad in your body by fasting but you're only going to be able to eat 500 to 700 calories a day which is not healthy and you you just can't do that and and not and live and so what this product does is it gives you a hundred percent produces a hundred percent of natural nad in your body after 24 hours of use like my energy has been better i'm sleeping all the way through the night and the the inflammation in my neck and the soreness in my neck is non-existent this morning like i have more range of motion to the left than i've had in two years and like I woke up pain-free this morning. Normally when I wake up, I'm having to stretch and move and it's very painful and I can't turn my head and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm not saying this to make any kind of medical claims whatsoever. I'm just saying for me, I've been taking all three of the, I've been taking Nerf 1 and Nerf 2 since the middle of June. NAD, I started taking on Thursday. Today is Monday and it's life-changing for me. Uh, so I, like I, if, if you've got inflammation in your body and you want to know more about oxidative stress and mitochondria and all that other kind of stuff, I would love for you to inbox me and let's talk about it. There's lots of, you can go on PubMed and we have peer reviewed studies, 26 of them actually on all of our products. And it's, it's freaking amazing. And I just, I don't even know what else to tell you. I, I feel better than, I feel like my body is supposed to feel. I, I remember what my body felt like before I got injured and I feel like I'm supposed to feel. 
I it, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Like being pain free for me. And like if if I force it and I move in certain directions, I feel a couple of little twinges. But dude, to be able to sleep all the way through the night and not have pain is freaking phenomenal. To be able to wake up in the morning and be able to turn my head all the way to the um, I I would say I've got almost 100% range of motion this morning with zero pain. Like that zero pain, like I could, I could probably get about 75% yesterday with no pain and I could force it and get a, get a little bit more, maybe 80 to 85%, but it was, it was uncomfortable and it was painful. But this morning I can get my chin all the way to my shoulder on the left and I have no pain. And, and to me that is phenomenal and I, it's just amazing. And I'm so thankful that I went to that, I went to that convention this weekend and I found this this little miracle in a bottle because <laughs> that's what I'm calling it is a miracle in a bottle and I like I said if you guys want to know more about it I'm happy to answer any questions it is that you have and if I can't answer them I can direct you to somebody that can and we can get you started on it as soon as you would like to get started on it um it's it, it's phenomenal like three days would change your life and um, I would challenge anybody to take these for 90 days and tell me that your life doesn't change because it's I, what it's done for me in four days is phenomenal. Uh, so I just want to throw that out there. And like I said, I'm not making any medical claims. I, I, I don't, everybody's going to be different. Their responses are going to be different, but this is, this has been the most phenomenal and it's, it's basically regenerating your cells and it's nutrigenomics. You can do the research on that nutrigenomics and it's anti-aging. Like it's reversing how your body feels and, and turning back the clocks of time. And like I said, this is, this has been phenomenal. I, I was not, I'm going to be honest. I was not hundred percent on board before I went to this conference. I really wasn't. I, I had pretty much made a decision that I was just going to be a customer and and not not do anything else i i liked the results that i had gotten thus far but i just i didn't my belief level wasn't wasn't there and taking this for four days has changed my mind and and literally changed my life so and i think that's a that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing and i just i want to help other people do the same thing like we all have oxidative stress, walking like stress from our jobs, stress from our family, stress from life in general. There's, it, it's just not possible to not have some kind of stress. You're walking around outside, you're in the sun and in the pollutants, and you know just everyday life. There's that's oxidative stress. You can't escape it. And so our our our, our NRF2 activator. After taking it for 30 days, you will reduce your oxidative stress. Scientifically proven you reduce your oxidative stress by 40%. There was an ABC, there was an ABC investigative report and the reporter went and had his oxidative stress, took a blood test, tested his oxidative stress, and in 14 days reduced his oxidative stress by 46% in 14 days. Not even 30, 14. So everybody's results will be different, but like I said, we, we have the science and science is everything to this company and I so appreciate the fact that um, I was introduced to it and that it's now part of my life. So it's one of the best decisions I ever made. So I'm super excited about that and also learning about how to integrate essential oils into my life and how they're going to support the emotional changes that I make and I help my clients make. So, you know, it's kind of, it's going to be a definitely a one, two punch in my, in my coaching business and in my life all the way around. So I, I'm super excited about all of those things. And like I said, I will put a link in my show notes. Uh, you can always reach out to me via Facebook, Instagram, or email. Uh, like I said, all of those will be in my show notes. Uh, you can hashtag Callie Tammy. I'll show up on all social media, or you can email me at Tammy at TammyLoftus.com. Uh, and I would love to talk to you about any of those things. So, um, like I said, today was kind of like really random <laughs> for me. Uh, it, it's just, it, today's a new day, man. Like I woke up and I 
my job is is to be a full-time life coach, be a full-time online course person, to be somebody that runs retreats, somebody that does public speaking and a full-time author. And it's a really great space to be. I wasn't sure how I'd feel waking up this morning, not going to the gym, not going to teach a boot camp class. And, you know, one of my my clients at the gym text me, it's like, okay, so you've had a few days for it to settle in. How are you feeling? And like today is really the first day to to feel free and to feel like me in more ways than one. So if I could encourage you guys to do anything whatsoever, chase your dreams, man. Really. Like be a dream catcher. Don't let the world, don't let your friends, don't let society, don't let media tell you that you're crazy because you're not. Those dreams were dropped into your soul by our higher power, God's source, higher power, inner being, whatever you want to call it, whatever resonates with you. All of those things were dropped into your soul because they're a part of who you are. They're to let you know that you have the capability to attain those. God doesn't check your bank account when he gives you a dream. He's checking your faith. Like if I didn't have faith that was so solid to walk away from steady income and and embrace my dream, my purpose, my life's purpose, I wouldn't be here on Monday recording my podcast. I would have stayed up late last night, recorded it last night and hit publish because today would have been a work day. Today is a work day, but it's my work, my purpose work. And if I can do it, a little girl who was broken and abused for the majority of her life from Sweet Home, Alabama, moved to Atlanta, took a chance on a dream, relocated to California and changed my life in less than two years at the age of 50. And I just turned 52. If I can do it, you can do it. And if you need support in that goal, that dream, that journey, that's what I'm here for. So. I love you guys to the moon and back. I hope that you enjoyed the little day in the life of Tammy and all of the little lessons along the way on this uh, podcast. You guys are amazing. I so, 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 so appreciate your support each and every week. And I hope that you get some value out of all of this content that I'm sharing with you. And that if there's a subject that you guys would like for me to talk about, if there's something that you want to hear about, please reach out to me and say, hey, Tammy, like, I like this podcast. I want to hear more about that. Could you go a little deeper? Screenshot this screenshot this podcast or the whole podcast put it on your ig stories tag me in it and say hey tammy i'm listening to your podcast i really love this or you know shout out to your friends what did you learn from this podcast or one of my previous ones like what was your what was your favorite takeaway i would love to share your your story on mine and give you a shout out okay I, and i would love just to hear from you like i like i me doing this i don't know who all of you are i know who some of you are uh, but you know i I want to know what you think. I want to know if it's giving you value. I want to get, I want to know that you're learning something. And if there's something that I need to touch on, something that you want to know more about, that would warm my heart. And that would help me make sure that I'm giving you exactly it is, exactly what it is that you need from me on this podcast. Because this is the easiest way for me to reach out to you and give you everything it is that will feed your soul. I love you guys to the moon and back, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye now.